Hey, y'all. Welcome again to another episode of Living La Vida de Luxury. And Happy New Year to everyone that's listening. I know that we missed an, a, a week because we just had to just celebrate, enjoy with the family. And, um, you know, now we're back and I'm excited to have my first guest of the year. Her name is Luisa Chavez. And the cool thing about Luisa is that we actually met on LinkedIn. That's how yes. we originally met. And um, she wanted to get some help with her resume and we connected and we from there like hadn't talked or, or anything like that. But the way that life works is that it's funny, it's weird. <laughs> and so one day we were at uh, the Salvadorian Chamber of Commerce event and she just looked at me and was like, I think I know you. Are you Nada? And then we just hit it off from there and we still remain in contact and we both have similar stories and similar just everything of you know what we're doing and, and what's going on within our lives. And so I'm very excited to just introduce her to you all and for her to share her story and hopefully it'll be inspiring to you too. Luisa, welcome. Well, hello, hello. I'm super excited to be here. This is actually my first podcast. So you're getting me out of my comfort zone here. <laughs> yeah, but, one of many, one of many. Yes, one of many. And let me just say, like, this year has been just so challenging. I don't know if it's just me, but like, it's just a lot. But I am super excited that we met. Like, it's, I just feel like everything's just meant to be, you know, um, yeah. the people that you meet, you know, everything that happens around you is just meant to be. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember the first time that I reached out to you was through my friend. And I was like, do you know anybody that does resumes? Because I was looking for a new job. Like, I was going through really hard times whenever I reached out to you. Um, I was having, like, a mental breakdown. Like, I felt like, you know, where I was, I wasn't being valued. And after meeting with you, like, it was just, you know, it, it was just a connection between us because, you know, you're a teen mom. Mm -hmm. I was a teen mom. You have Salvadoran in you, same as well. You were in the corporate world. So, like, you know everything that, you know, I, I've been through. And it was just, like, an instant connection. And I think, you know, there's many of us, like us, that we're in the same situation where, you know, um, maybe you're at work and you don't feel valued or, you know, you feel stuck. And let me just say that, you know, everything that happens is for a purpose. So wherever you are, like, I just feel like things are going to work out some way or another eventually. Definitely. And, you know, when you talk about 2023 being a challenging year, it has been a challenging year for me too. You know, I've definitely gone through so much through throughout the year that, you know, a lot of people know, like I quit my job and I'm, you know, on my own and everything. And that comes with its ups and downs. And, you know, it's definitely been a learning experience for me, too, where I'm just like, man, you know, it's it's crazy how life changes and, and like what happens in a year. But we just got to learn from it. We got to grow. We just got to be better. And yeah. that's all that we can do. You know, we can't change the past or dwell in the past. We have to move forward or we've got to move on. That's how you're able to grow and open those uh, doors of opportunities or open up whatever it is that's supposed to happen that's meant to happen to you. So, exactly. you know, you said you're, lat you're a Latina, you're a mom, mm -hmm. professional, wife, all of that, right? Which I'm very yeah. familiar with myself as well. 
Uh, could you tell us a little bit about when it comes to your career? Like how did you, what, what is your trajectory in your career? What does that look like? So basically I was a teen mom, right? So I wasn't someone and, you know, don't help me for this, but <laughs> I wasn't someone that um, valued so much school. So I basically graduated. Um, I, my daughter was born in March. I graduated in May and I started working in restaurants and I absolutely hated working in restaurants. Like I didn't love it at all. So I was always like, I want to be that person that sits in that office and looks like they're not doing nothing. So I remember <laughs> claiming that at one time and I was like, but how, like, what's the name of that position? Or like, how can I apply? Because I, I only had a high school diploma. So one time, you know, everything was just destined. I remember I went to an interview and I had my kids sitting in the car with my sister-in-law, like really. And I was like, I wish I have that opportunity, you know, and I ended up getting that opportunity. And that's how I got my foot in the door with property management. I was so grateful, but girl, it was so challenging too, because I was working with someone that was a micromanager. Mm. So learning from her was a really tough experience for me because mm -hmm. I wanted to learn you know and yeah. she wasn't open enough she wasn't willing to give me the tools and everything that I wanted to be successful so I did a lot of my own and eventually you know I I ended up the property ended up sell, selling so I ended up going to another property but basically I'm so grateful that like that has taught me to be very strong you know with my team and for myself Mm -hmm. um from that I always say always learn from the good and the bad you know if you if you know your manager is not doing something then you should be the one changing it and for me you know that learning experience of having someone that didn't give me the tools and you know she gave me an opportunity was something that I wanted to relate to other people you know mm -hmm. so that is why like I feel like I've been very successful uh, because I've taken a lot of initiative. I've been able to lead people. I've been able to hire people. And I'm thankful that everybody that I've hired has been really great. You know, whenever I interview someone, the first thing I look at is that they want an opportunity. Right. Because I feel like whoever has that opportunity will able to run with it. You know, and I'm a firm believer that everybody requires an opportunity. So no matter what field you are in, like if that's something that you love doing and that's where you want to go, hey, I'll give you the tools and it's up to you, like if you want to be successful. But I'm thankful that I've been able to lead people. Um, I, I hold a lot of leadership in me because I empower them. I always find find what like fun ways to kind of like, you know, make it fun at work and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's basically how I got in property management. I've been there for 10 years. And one thing that I've noticed that is that I love leading people like that has is something that I discovered three years ago when someone was like, I was moving to another property. So they're like, oh, yeah, Luisa's going to go over there. You know, I was like, wow, like this person sees something in me that, you know, I probably didn't even know, you know, I'm known to be to make changes. Mm -hmm. and positive changes so I remember going to that property it was a mess mm -hmm. like litters like there was no communication you know the residents weren't like um they weren't getting the attention and the service they needed so I ended up stepping there and making so many changes and I'm so grateful that wherever I step in like I'm able to make those changes in people's life 
Yeah. And I think it's rewarding too, right? When you are that person that makes a difference because someone gave me an opportunity. I never grew up thinking I want to be an HR professional. Like that was just never a thing, right? Like I don't think a lot of people grow up saying that, or I don't think a lot of people grow up saying, I want to work in property management. You know, yeah. sometimes we don't know what that looks like. Um, and I remember being a kid and, you know, living in apartments and, you know, mm -hmm. I remember my leasing professional and, and the people in the office. And I used to think it was such a cool job that they had, but I didn't really understand like, how do you get into it or anything like that? Mm -hmm. So, but someone gave me an opportunity to get into HR and, now I've been doing it for 14 years and I'm grateful for that person because, you know, if, if she wouldn't have given me the chance, I think that who knows what I would be doing, what type of position, what my career would have looked like, my life, my professional life. And now whenever I get a chance to be a leader, I like to give back. I like to show that person everything that I know because I'm like, listen, you're going to be maybe my successor. You're going to be the person that maybe take will take my position when I leave or, you know, or just I, I just want to be able to make an impact in your life. So that way you can take that with you wherever you go um, and you'll remember me, you know, and, and you'll remember yeah. what I've taught you and, and, you know, all of that. And I think it's important as a leader to be able to do that to, you know, your, your team, because you're the person that they look up to. You're the person that they're following. You're leading the team. You're, you're guiding them in the direction that, you know, should be the right direction. And so I think it's very, very important. And you talked about that you're a teen mom. How old were you when you had your first child? Oh my gosh. I was 17. <laughs> okay. You were 17. Yeah. All right. I was 15. Yeah. I'm still trying to yeah. find somebody that maybe had a kid when they were 14 or something. Cause I'm like, I started very early. <laughs> and everyone, I feel like majority of people that I talk to, they're like, Oh, 16, 17, 18. And I'm like, man, like I was doing stuff. I was not supposed to have 15. <laughs> yeah, and I think like as a teen mom, like you just go, like you just go through the phase, right. Where you want to have, you want to have something different and you want to explore something and then you end up pregnant <laughs> and then it's like everything changes for you and you don't realize that when when you're doing these things like you know everything changes like there's time for everything yeah um but you know I I'm thankful and I'm sure you are with you know our kids because they're big and it's like yeah. now like they're they're bigger enough so we can actually mm -hmm. enjoy our life like you know Definitely. Yeah, I was 15 when I had my son. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, I didn't know, I didn't understand what I was getting myself into. But mm -hmm. I will say that I am very grateful that that happened to me. Because if, if I didn't, I think that I probably would have been doing other things. Because the way that my life was heading when I was that age, it was not going in a positive in the right direction. It was I was doing completely different things that I should not have been doing. And, but having him just really changed my whole mindset, you know, it shifted. And, and that's when I decided, oh, I have to be better. You know, I can't, I cannot raise a child and, you know, just be neglectful or anything like that. And so that's why I said, okay, I'm going to graduate high school. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a career. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. And you know, now he's 19 and like, I'm so proud of him because he, he doesn't have a kid or anything like that. Like he works, he goes to school. He's very, very responsible. And, you know, 
just, it, it makes me so proud as a parent, as a mom, because I'm like, I was not like that. You know, I was not like that. And just to see him and how he is and the young man that he is today, just, you know, really makes you very proud. And when you look back and reflect, it makes you feel like, okay, well, it was all worth it. Everything that I went through, it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, when you're a teen mom, like you realize that all the things that you've been through, you don't want your child to do that. So, No. you know, I think that that has like being there for them and doing everything that maybe we did and tell them, hey, you know, these are the consequences, you know, is it's a great path to go through. So Right, right. And that's also, I think as a parent, you're a leader, you're, you're, you're leading your children, you're leading. Have no option. <laughs> Yes, you're leading them. And so, you know, I, I someone told me that a long time ago when I remember thinking, I was like, well, like, I don't know if I'm a leader. And someone said to me, Nada, you're a mom, like, you're a leader, <laughs> you know, you're Exactly. a leader. Like, what are you talking about? You know, you're doing anything you can to lead, you know, your children and, you know, the decisions and everything that you make surrounds them. And I was like, you know what, you're right. So I'm like, oh, I've been a leader now for 19 years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey. been a leader now <laughs> but yeah. I know that you know you've been a leader so tell me like especially being a Latina tell me like Mm -hmm. how has your cultural background how has it influenced your leadership style and your approach to coaching Yeah, so coming from an immigrant family, like my mom came here while she was pregnant um, of me. So literally, I was born here with a miracle because um, she went through so much in her journey coming here. So that really like has um, been an influence in me, like really like they come here to this country for a dream, you know, to have a better life. So being a leader, um, I took a lot of responsibilities as you're young. I don't know if you follow this TikTok Mexican guy. It's bossy. He's so funny. If you don't follow him, you got to look for him. Bossy's so funny, but I really relate to everything that he says, like, you know, how like we're young and we're trying to translate documents and trying to help your parents out with a lot of things. And you have no idea, like you're literally young. And I remember I was very young when I started like helping out my family and my friends. Um, and it could be like translating documents. It could be like going with them to a job interview and kind of translating stuff like that. But I, you know, that kind of helped me be more wiser and more mature. So I also witnessed many times where, you know, because of that language barrier with my, my parents and my family, they were treated unfairly. And that really stuck up to me like and until now like that's something that I really value is fairness and you know equity because everybody is here to learn everybody wants to be successful right so I think that has really driven me to have a lot of empathy and strong communication and being able to share my knowledge is something that you know I feel comes natural to me um I also enjoy finding like the best in the people, right? So I I think that we all have the capacity to do great things. Um, but sometimes, you know, fear comes in and doubts and like it's just a lot of things that come in and that kind of like gets us stuck in, in a certain way. So yeah, that's that's basically my story. Yeah. And I'm very familiar with that too, because I also come 
from immigrant parents and same I had to translate like I'm a kid and I'm handling grown folks business and when I think back Exactly. at it now I'm like how the hell was I doing any of that because I could not imagine putting my kids through that but you know it's just Yeah. definitely an experience and it definitely molds you I think especially when you have parents like that that kind of depend on you to Mm -hmm. help them and everything it does shape you into the person that you eventually become um I think that that's also been part of like my story and to why I am the way that I am because I had to be grown I had to you know just be independent and all that since a kid so that's just something that has just always been instilled Exactly. in me and I'm trying to change that I'm trying to you know just not be too much on that I'm definitely trying to be Yeah. a little different especially with my kids and you know it's just got to change the cycle got to change the cycle Yeah, yeah, definitely. well I know that being a mom a wife it definitely involves navigating various priorities right how do you Mhm. Mm integrate your family life with your professional life and like what advice do you have for other mothers in leadership positions So, um, it's about seeing like the bigger picture, um, for me, you know, um, it, it is challenging, like trying to juggle a lot of things, but it's also worth it, you know, um, being able to start a business wasn't something that, you know, I anticipated for, but it just came like, um, I, I noticed that there was opportunities to grow, like for my family, um, my hubby started a business about three years ago. And he's very passionate about his work. He does flooring and stuff like that, um, construction. So with him, he started that and he had no idea like where to start. And all we did was just literally register the business. We had no idea like how to set prices, how to do competitive searches and all of that. And, you know, for me, it was just kind of doing that research. And then, like, I started to see, like, a pattern. I was like, wait, like, his friends are calling him for the same things. Like, literally, it's, it was so funny. I'm like, why are they calling you? Like, we have no idea. So I think that um, for me, it, it, it kind of was like, okay, like, there's opportunity here for me to kind of help my family and help others as well. Um, I noticed that, you know, the things that I've, all my knowledge and my leadership skills, I can bring that here. And um, that is when um, I kind of left my job and I was like, okay, like, where do I want to go next? And I remember one day my brother was like, read this book. You have two days to read it. I was like, what? Like, yeah, he's like, this is going to change your life. So I started reading that book and I was like, wow, like everything in this book is so true. And I kind of, I start, I don't know if you've heard about the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's very, it's very famous. So I started reading that book. And then like, I started meditating one day. I was like, how can I use my skills um, to kind of start a business? So that's when um, I started saying, well, you know, I have leadership experience. I'm great with customers and um, I can make a difference. Like, And that's when Leading Next Gen was born. So Leading Next Gen is basically, you know, uh, business coaching and mindset coaching. If anybody knows me, I love quotes. Like, I'm a quotes person. That's what keeps me so motivated is quotes, music. And um, 
And I feel like, you know, that's something that that I'm passionate about is helping people, helping people succeed. I like there's so many people out there like us when we were like job hunting that didn't have jobs. So it's like it's time to create jobs, you know, for people. And a lot of us, it's just the fear and not knowing. And, you know, that's that's where I want to come in places like give them the tools, give them the resources. And it's not about the money. It's it's really not. It's about finding your true passion. Yeah. And, you know, starting a business is not for the week. Starting a business no. and being in the business is not for the week. Um, because I know, like, I'm going through it where sometimes I even question myself, like, did I make the right decision? You know, because it's right. tough. It's definitely not easy. And that's where you definitely need to have that mindset where it, it you know, you, you have to have a positive mindset, like, no, this is going to work. I got to put in the work. I got to do what I got to do network or whatever it is, market, whatever you got to do. But it's definitely one of those things that um, it is not for the weak. You definitely have to be thick skinned and you really just got to just put your head down and just do what you got to do. Work, work, work. As soon as you know what, you're going to be able to look up and then be like, okay, no, I'm good. Like I'm in a good place now. But just that startup exactly. phase, it is tough. tough. It is hard. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if you look around your circle, like I have so many family and friends that I'm like, why don't you start a business? They're like, no, like I'm good where I am. And it's like yeah. getting out of that comfort zone. Like I just think like because we don't we're not used to people like being so successful and having those tools is challenging. Like you hear so much bad stories about businesses, mm -hmm. the rich people, you know, and it's like having that mindset and switch like switching things around and just saying, no, like I can do this. Like this is what I want to do. Like this is a generation that I want to or legacy that I want to leave for my family. You know, mm -hmm. seeing that that way is it's a different it's a different way of looking at it. And so who's like your typical, your ideal client? Is it someone who is in the startup phase, someone who's thinking about it, someone who's been in it? Like who's your ideal client? So it will be someone who has, who wants to start a business that has that idea and is also small business owners. So someone who just started, um, I want to be able to provide them the tools to be successful and take that business you know to a next level mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and i'm sure that like the tools that you have you've probably also used it with your husband's business right yes yes like literally for him to start a business i literally had to go and follow it for him like i was like go sign the paperwork <laughs> because if not you're not gonna do it like they literally like would tell him no like you have to pay a high insurance and there was just so many things that they told him and there was a year that I was like, listen, you got to leave that job and start developing your business. And I got him out of that comfort zone. He's always the one that says that I always push him. Like I am that pusher Good. <laughs> so push him out of that comfort zone. And literally that year, he noticed a change. He's like, wow, like literally it's not the same thing working for someone than working by yourself. That flexibility that, that he had was just awesome like he would wake like with his employer he sometimes would wake up like at four or five in the morning mm -hmm. when he started his business it would be like leaving at seven you know or eight you yeah. know and having that flexibility coming home early you know yeah. it's just awesome yeah and the money you know the money yeah. was even like triple what he was making with his employer mm -hmm. yeah so 
whoever like my suggestion like whoever's telling you these stories like look at them are they really successful like you got to do some research you know a lot of research because I feel like there's a lot of negativity that is around of us yeah yeah and yeah and I think you know exploring that and kind of knowing with yourself or looking at successful people and asking them like is this really true mm -hmm. and I think too that um when you have support like you were able to support your husband and say hey look I'm gonna we're gonna do this right like you do your part focus on your business and then I'm gonna focus on this over here that I think is super helpful because when you're doing it alone, it's even tougher. But when you have someone in your corner, like pushing you for the better, like they're not pushing you off the ledge, like they're pushing you to like grow and move and, you know, expand and all that. That's when I think that that's definitely a blessing to have. Um, and I think that like, even I know with you, with your business and, you know, you're growing your business and having your husband support, that's everything, you know, it's, it's everything because you're able to fall back on each other when times are getting tough or whatever the, the case may be, you're there for each other. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just learning everybody's like unique skills. Like for me, I wasn't like basically administrative. So for me, handling that bookkeeping aspect, like is like something that is his weakness like he's he's a worker like he loves to work he's very dedicated and everything but when it comes to like administrative that's where I come in and it's like using that as a family and working together um for me I know people are gonna laugh but my marketing team is my sister and my daughter there you go Literally. it's a family but affair if you look at it if you look at it you know who is the best at social media these kids, they spend so much time in social media and why not use that to an advantage? And that's why I'm like, look at the bigger picture, right? Like, what do you have around you? Like, how can you start a business? You can start a business with your family, you know, with your passions. Like, there's just so much out there that, you know, discovering that passion is a, the first step. I agree. I agree. And that's the beauty of it, you know, just being able to involve your family and that's where that whole support and it takes a village it's a community thing it really comes down to that because <clears throat> when you're starting a business you're wearing all the hats you're not just the ceo you're the marketing person you are you know business development you're maybe the recruiter the hr person you're exactly. the finance person like you're everything and but when you're able to bring in other people like your family who can be there to support you in that growth. I think mean, that's a beautiful thing. It is. It really is. It's a blessing just seeing like everybody's strengths. Like I feel like we all have unique things and it's just kind of, you know, discovering them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So being like you're a woman, you're a Latina, how, when it comes to like diversity in the workplace for you, um, how has being a Latina influenced your approach to fostering inclusivity? Um, so with like, give me an example. Well, you know, um, there are like glass ceilings, as they call it, for women or minorities. And sometimes like just being able to come out of that and, you know, how can you maybe give back? 
to your community or to similar other communities, you know, to help them also to be successful as well? For me, it's like, I'm going to go really heavy on social media. So having having access to that, like easily is something that I'm going to be providing. You know, I am planning on doing a YouTube channel where people can reference back and um, having it bilingual, I think will be a great resource, you know, and um, I think that will be kind of a way of me giving back to the community is like, you know, here, here's all the tools. If you need me reach out, you know, um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I like to do as well. That's why I have this podcast that's specifically to women, women of color, first gen, because sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm thankful and I'm glad of where I am in my life, but I had to learn the hard way. with a lot of things, you know, I wish that I had someone who was able to guide me and show me the way and everything. But um, I like to just give back. I like to, you know, have this podcast, I have a blog, I have my social medias as well, where I'm talking about how to elevate your career, how to grow, how to make more money, how to all of that, because I think it's very important to be able to help each other out, especially coming from where we come from, you know, knowing exactly. what we know and in our communities where we're we're kind of behind on a lot of things. I think that mm-hmm. it's helpful when you have someone who's saying, oh no, like I got you. Like let me show you. Let me, let me tell you. Let me, you know, let me guide you, show you the way. Um, it'll save people a lot of headache and a lot of falling down and scarring and exactly. all that. Because they'll be like, no, I, I I've heard Luisa, I've heard Nada, you know, they talk about this, they talk about that. So I think that that's what it's really all about eventually just being able to give back exactly yeah what's something that you tell your kids about you know their career their their adulthood and things like that what do you tell your kids well I tell them that you know everything comes with a challenge but it's about seeing what you really want like for for them like I can already see you know their strengths but, you know, I, I'm not going to be that person that's going to push them, like, um, to do something that I don't want. It's discovering what they want to do. And I think by them seeing me, um, you know, and my husband having a business, like, that is going to be like, wow, like, I also can do this, you know? Yeah. So everything everything that they want, they, that they put themselves to, they can, they can reach it. They can mm-hmm. definitely reach it. And I think it's just, again, going back to that mindset. And them seeing us like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it that, you know, and that's what we got to do is just show our kids, tell them, show them the way. And it's better that they see it, you know, when they see those positive things for them, it's just helpful to be able to see their future and say, okay, well, if my parents did it, then I can do it or maybe I can even do it better. So, yeah, it's all about that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, how do you, you know, being that you juggle different roles in your life, personally and professionally, how do you prioritize self-care? You know, because you you need that in order to have a balance in your life, um, just mentally, physically, everything. How do you prioritize yourself, self-care? And what does self-care look like for you? So it's definitely a challenge like if you're a mom you're a wife and you have a career you can understand like having time for yourself is very hard 
but it is very important as well. Um, the way that I practice self-care is that um, on the weekends, like I have a date that me and hubby go out or once a year we go out and, you know, I tell my mom like, hey, mom, can you watch the kids for like three, four days? And, you know, it kind of got kind of because in our culture, I don't know if you know, but our culture is kind of different. Like when you start going out, you leave your ch children, they they take you as like that person that is like, what are you doing? You don't love your kids. It's like, right. no. No, like I literally need to have a little bit of break. They need to also mm -hmm. understand that mom and dad need to have a break sometimes to kind yeah. of, you know, um, shift your mindset. And for me, it's traveling. I love traveling. So having that time with hubby. And of course, we also have like, you know, once a year, we have a time where we all go as a family um, and just have fun. But having that time to travel like with your partner and kind of like, you know, sharing like everything that you've been through and all of that together and just have that experience together. It's just it's just it's just great. Yeah. Um, and also like getting every morning, like doing your hair, doing your makeup, making you feel good, dress up, do your nails once in a while. Like all of that is really important because you feel confident. Like I feel like once you dress up and you show up like how you you feel you feel very confident definitely um eating healthy like I've literally this past year I've been practicing a lot of exercising so um it's it's been a journey it's been a journey because literally like it's very hard to get that time out of your day to go exercise but 15 minutes is enough for me like I literally I'm like okay I'm gonna start with something little like I'm gonna build that habit little by little and it's like, okay, these 15 minutes, I'm gonna, you know, practice exercising during the day, especially like, you know, because we work nine to five, most of us. So at the afternoon, you know, just set that time and just get things done. It's not every day that you have to exercise. It's just like maybe two days a week, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> always starting small. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's how I, I practice my self care. Good, good. And, you know, being that, this podcast name is Living La Vida de Luxury. Mm -hmm. What does luxury mean to you? Luxury means different things to different people. What does luxury mean to you? How do you how do you live a life of luxury? Is it was what you just explained or is it something different, something else? Well, it's definitely the freedom for me. Being able to travel, you know, um, and not worrying about like the money, spending time with my family you know, um, leaving a legacy that is big to me. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely freedom. Freedom is a big thing. It's not everything about money, but the freedom. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I tell you one thing, I love the freedom that comes with being on your own. Um, even though you go through the ups and downs of, you know, being a business owner, but just that luxury of the time, the freedom that you have, like, that's what I enjoy. I, my son could, my youngest son could miss the school bus and, you know, I'm not stressing and worrying like, oh my gosh, like I gotta call my boss. I gotta, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I think those little things. I think that that's when it matters the most because I can get up and go, or my son could just call me in the middle of the day, mom, I'm not feeling well. Can I come home? Can you pick me up? And I can just get up and go as long as I have, I don't have any meetings or anything I can go. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I definitely appreciate. Um, that's definitely luxury. 
Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So Louisa, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? So I am on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'll be doing a channel on YouTube, which I'll be announcing soon. Um, but it's in my Instagram, it's it's underscore Luisa Chavez. So you can find me there. I'll be happy to help you. If you have any questions or need any guidance, don't know where to start, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy to help. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And I'll also drop the links in the show notes so that way people can easily connect with you. And yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I hope people do reach out to you for any help that you may offer them and for them to be successful. And you too. Thank you. Well, thank you, Luisa, for being here today. It was definitely a great conversation. And I am excited to see what the future holds. And Maybe in a year you can come back and just give us an update about what you've been up to, what you've been doing. Of course, I'd love to. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks.